Welcome back, everyone, to Two Minute Warning. This is episode four. 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 Heck yeah. We made yeah. it. We made it. We made it past three. We made four. Actually, we made five. We're one. We're well, gonna keep talking about this, but we made five. But it's just like the lost episode is still it's lost still, somewhere. It's still lost somewhere. We'll find it. Yeah. Well, we probably won't. Um, we have a very special episode today because he's technically we act, we have our first very first official guest. Official that you <laughs> that will see. You will see. Maybe if this doesn't get lost. <laughs> Who knows? Um. But yes, we have our first official guest. Some of you may know him. Some of you may not. He's a very expert. Uh, he's very. He's an expert on a lot of things. Yes. Um, specifically, basketball, soccer, baseball, football, everything that we talk about. Yeah. About, right. Yeah. All right. So everyone, give a warm welcome to Darsh Graywall. Welcome, Darsh. Welcome, welcome, welcome to, to the, the show. Let's do this. <laughs> All right. Well, you know how the show works. We have two minutes to talk about pretty much just any topic that we bring up, um, and just give us your best opinion on it. You know, yeah, your best expert you. analysis yeah. on these things. Guys, I'm an expert on sports. You know, football. It's the thing with the oval ball and yeah, uh, baseball. Oval? Oval. Oh yeah, it is oval. Yeah, see, already more. He's already more knowledgeable. Look at that. Nice. All right. So, what we're gonna do? First is we're going to do two minutes and we're going to talk about one of the biggest topics of the week so far. Yeah. And I, I if even if you're just like a casual sports fan, you would know that this was happening. Right. So we're going to talk about Lionel Messi. Lionel, Lionel, I think it's Lionel, right? I like Leo. Leo, Leo, Messi, Leo. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about Leo Messi. OK. He all of his career. He's been with FC Barcelona, the football football team from yeah. Spain. Um, pretty much, if you don't know, if you don't know anything about sports, you you've probably heard about Messi and Ronaldo. Those are the two people that you're just like you know that Those everyone are knows about. The two right? best soccer. So we're gonna take two minutes. Just talk about what has happened this week. Uh, what are our thoughts on it? So two minutes starting now. Anyone? I'll start. Go ahead. As you know, we don't know much about all sports. And for me, this is something that I don't know much about. The only thing I really know about Lionel Messi is I watched him in, I believe, the 2014 World Cup for Argentina. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's about it. I remember that. Yeah. I, that's the only time I've watched him play soccer. I hear him and Ronaldo are great. But I think any time a major star player leaves his team, mm -hmm. like it's a huge talking point, and it just, like, it shakes up the league as a whole. Yeah. And I think that's just what happens. And that's going to happen to soccer. I don't even know the league, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think right now. And there's different leagues. I think. Yeah. There's a Euro. Yeah, I don't know. But I. it's going to shake up that league. And I. Th it'll be a big deal for sure. All right, Darsh, thoughts? Uh, yeah, I'm not a big expert on soccer either. Uh, I But, like, as a kid, I... Uh, I grew up in India, so I, I only played soccer and cricket. So, but I know I was like a big fan of like Ronaldo yeah. and Messi, yeah. but I still don't know much. Uh, but yeah, I think he, I know he is better than Ronaldo in my opinion, just from the things I've heard. Wow. And I remember I used to play on him on like FIFA 14 yep, a lot. Exactly. That's like the only video game I ever played. And uh, yeah, I think I'm I'm excited to see what he brings to Paris. Okay. 
Um, well, pass me my prop real quick. Um, I have this hat. This hat. This this PSG hat. You guys can't see it if you're listening on the podcast, but if you're watching this, I have a hat. I have a PSG hat because um, I like I said I don't really watch international soccer. Neither do I watch major league soccer. Is that what MLS? MLS. Yeah. Um, but um, I got this hat because my sister got it for me when she went to Paris. And so I was forced to kind of be a PSG fan because I was like, oh, I like Neymar. I like Mbappe. Those are two very mm-hmm. good players. Mm-hmm. And so when I heard that Messi was leaving, I was like, wait, what if he goes to PSG if, of all the teams? And I was just like, wait, he's actually like, that's actually where he's going. So kind of excited about that. Still won't really watch it. No. But, you know, <laughs> good for them if, if I see them succeed. Very I'd popular be like, worldwide, but not in yeah, this not area right yeah. here all right so that's our two minutes on <laughs> soccer for today um yeah here's the hat you guys can see it. you guys can see it if you're listening either way um, yeah darsh will get a hat now um all right moving on um since darsh is here we have the opportunity to talk about fantasy football this year yes what are i mean if if you guys play fantasy football you know that it gets pretty pretty competitive yeah, especially if it's like with like a tight knit group with, of guys with a, mm-hmm. with a group of your friends, like you talk smack. Yeah. During drafts or yeah. during the season, like yeah. it gets pretty intense, but it's super fun. Yeah. So what we're gonna do right now, while Darsh is here, yeah. is we're gonna pull up our fantasy teams. Right. We drafted pretty early. We drafted pretty early, but we all have to leave soon, and yeah. we wanted to do it in person, so that's yeah. why. All right. So we're gonna do two minutes each to go through our team and defend it. Okay, yeah, that's fair. Okay. Yeah. So I'll go first. Okay. Uh, if you wanna, if you wanna, if you wanna give me two minutes, Tommy, uh, I I will go through my team. Okay. And and I'll try my best to defend it. I'm gonna be serious on the two minutes too. Right. I'm gonna right. cut you off. Okay. Three, two, one, go. All right. So my team consists of my quarterback is Kyler Murray. Uh, we're gonna go over my running backs later, but I have Devonte Adams as my wide receiver one. I have Brandon Ayuk as my wide receiver, too. I have Darren Waller as my tight end. My flex right now is Daryl Henderson, but that might change. Uh, he's a running back for the Rams. My my defense is the Niners, and my kicker is Harrison Bucker. Now, the reason why I skipped over my running backs is because this is a very, um, very risk-reward type thing for high me. High-risk, high-reward. High-risk, high-reward type thing for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's because I drafted Najee Harris... I drafted Najee Harris 12th, okay? And I drafted Travis Etienne Jr. 72nd. So, I mean, they're pretty far apart. Yeah. But those are my two starting running backs as of right now. Both rookie running backs, but both both players that I actually watched in college. And I was like, these are two Mm -hmm. very explosive guys. Mm -hmm. They can go off at any moment. Najee Harris will be the RB1 for Pittsburgh. Travis Etienne will share some snaps. But, you know, like, he will be... Like one of the main people to be running that offense, so I think that it, it's a worthy risk. Um, but we might have to make some trades to just improve that right running back core. But we'll see for now. We're gonna take we're gonna take the risk. With 34 seconds left, I'm gonna go over my bench. I have Henry Ruggs, I have Ronald Jones, Darnell Mooney, Alan Lazard, Trevor Lawrence as my backup QB. Because why not, guys? No one drafted him. Um, we have. Uh, Devonte Parker as another wide receiver, and Adam Trotman because why not? Um, so 
my team is not very deep, as you can tell. Ten seconds left. Um, but I still think that I can make a push. By the way, I have won uh, two straight fantasy football leagues. Just saying. So, okay, you can cut off the time. That was pretty good. Yeah. Good time champ. Thank you. All right. All right, Darsh. We're gonna give you two minutes to yes. to, to try and just defend defend <laughs> your decisions and, and try to close speak as close yeah. to the mic as you can and go. All right. So with the draft, my strategy was because I'm not a big expert on football either. My strategy was to find out the guys that these guys <laughs> like and draft them and like use that as leverage for trades. Uh, so my QB is Patrick Mahomes. Is the biggest Patrick my favorite Mahomes quarterback. And then Kamara, he loves Kamara for running back. And then I got Kareem Hunt. Uh, the kicker. Ju- Julio Jones. Come on. Uh, <laughs> a. Thulian, uh The uh, Goddard? Goddard. Goddard. Dallas Goddard. Goddard. Yeah, yeah, Dallas yeah, yeah, Goddard. Yeah. Uh, Robbie Anderson. Ravens defense. And Matt Gay for the kicker. <laughs> why? Uh, why? Why? <laughs> he was there, bro. Hey, good stuff, man. Yeah. All right. Uh, so yeah, uh, my goal is to like either trade Mahomes because I also have Wilson on my bench for a backup QB, right? Uh, so I'm gonna trade Mahomes for I think I need better wide receivers and yeah. maybe another cool running back would be nice. Oh yeah. Uh, and I think my defense pretty solid with the Ravens. Uh, and I'll go over my bench as well. So I have Wilson, uh, Mostert running back, Gronk, uh, Steelers defense, wow. uh, Marvin Jones Jr. Uh, Melvin Gordon the third. <laughs> I don't know their first name, so I have to click it. And Josh Lambeau for a kicker. Uh, yeah, so we'll see how the trades go. You know, I was I'm hoping to get uh, Diggs, the wide receiver, and um, maybe another running back from him for Mahomes. Uh, or I don't think I'll trade Kamara. Ooh, uh, that's okay. Ouch. Yeah, you'll so, want Najee Harris in the middle of the season. Maybe. Yeah. Who knows? So I'll, I'll be trading either Mahomes or Wilson and then for, for better wide receivers. So we'll see how those trades go. You have a very balanced team. Very, very it. balanced. Yeah. Very Honestly, balanced. Yeah. You got a lot of backup positions, but like you two quarterbacks, but you got a ton he of He has Mahomes assets. and Wilson. So those yeah. very, very stacked. So oh, You've been cut yeah. off now. All right, so Tommy. That's, that's good. Right. Two minutes to defend. Why? <clears throat> Don't even start. Two, because Two minutes to defend. Why you still haven't won a fantasy football league, even though you've started with pretty much good teams every time? I always do. So right. two minutes starting Sorry. now. Okay. Look, I was in a tough spot. Eighth pick I had for the first and the eighth pick, and then I think it was the 12th or 13th pick. So it's a tough position because elite running backs are gone, and you're kind of stuck. So I got two elite wide receivers, Tyree Kill and Stephon Diggs. And I think, I mean, that's a core right <laughs> yeah. there, two receivers right there. Can't go wrong. Might trade one of them down the road. My running back committee is all right. I got Antonio Gibson, Chris Carson, and Miles Gaskin as my three like top kind of running backs. I'm expecting all three of those guys who were like, were, well, all of them were hurt last year for stints. But I think this year, if all, one of them is healthy, they're going to be huge. All three of them showed real promise last year. And then looking at, I have a lot of backup running backs and receivers. Actually, let me look. I have three backup wide receivers and four backup running backs. Kenny Galladay is one of my backup receivers. Hopefully he gets healthy, which he might not. But that's okay. I got Devontae Smith, who's a rookie receiver from Alabama, I believe. 
he, I think he's going to be pretty number one option in Philadelphia. And then Mike Williams from the Chargers. Running backs, James Robinson had a great year last year, but ETNA might take some reps. Yeah. Chase Edmonds, I think, could be the number one back in Arizona. I think Mike yeah. Davis could be the number one running back in Atlanta. And Trey Sermon could even be the number one running back in on the 49ers. So yeah. I think those pick, one of those guys is going to be the number one, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, my kicker, Raider kicker, Daniel Carlson. I don't think the Raiders are going to score many touchdowns. <laughs> so that's why I picked him. Patriots defense, they're always solid. Tyler Higby at tight end. I was late to the game for a tight end, but I think Matthew Stafford is going to help the Rams. My quarterback is Jalen Hurts. I'm calling it right now. He is going to have a decent fantasy season. I think he's going to shock some people. Two minutes. Yeah, I think he's going to shock some people. The Jalen Hurts pick was very questionable, especially because he has one quarterback, and it's just Jalen Hurts. It's just Jalen Hurts. That's all I need. Okay, well, we'll go back to this and just be like, either good for you or just like, this is what you get. So, either way. We'll we'll be coming back. Yeah. (laughs) All right. uh, Also, um... Moving on uh, to the to stay on fantasy football. Yeah, stay on football. Um, there, uh, the punishment for the fantasy football league is the tough one. Okay, yeah. so the punishment for our league is that the loser, the ultimate loser, will have to stay at a Denny's, an IHOP, or whatever one of those twenty four hour diners. Yeah, and stay there for twenty four hours. Yep, and every waffle, whole or waffle, pancake, where it's still, or you know. Yeah, we'll figure Everything, that out. Every waffle or pancake that they eat is minus an hour. Yes. If you guys have seen Dude Perfect, maybe it sounds familiar. There's a lot of TikToks, people doing this. Like, this is like, like a pretty common yeah. one, but it's a tough challenge. Yeah. Um, I would not want to lose. No. So that's why I'm trying to get second to last. That's the <laughs> yeah. goal. As long as... Yeah. I think I'll be able to get that. I, I mean... Uh, if Andy's watching this or listening to this right now, <laughs> I think you're the number one candidate right now. Uh, yeah. You guys don't know this, but Andy pretty much just auto-picked his whole team. Yeah. Uh, he was at work, so <laughs> yeah. unfortunately, he was not able Such to pick his team. Yeah. His whole bench core is wide receivers. He has no Joe Burrow as a starting quarterback. <laughs> I mean, what uh, do you think? Hurts or Burrow? Who would you rather have a quarterback? Burrow. You'd rather have Burrow? Yeah. All right, that's yeah. fair. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think the punishment could be kind of fun, though. Yeah. Man. It would be. Yeah. And just to check on yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, uh, we're moving, we're staying with football. Let's stay with football okay, for a so little bit. With the NFL almost here, we preseason, preseason has started. Yes. They played the hall of fame game. Um, but we're going to, we're going to talk about something that's not on the field, but off the field, which is the hall of fame ceremonies that have been going on all weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, so Darsh, do you know about Payne Manning? Oh uh, yeah. He, Denver. Denver, Denver and, and Colorado. Indianapolis. Yes. Yeah. Yes. All right. <laughs> All right. So uh, we're gonna do two minutes, just talking about Peyton Manning, his legacy. Yeah. What? Mm-hmm. Just why he deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. So two minutes on Peyton Manning, starting now. I'll start. I mean, the stats speak for themselves. He is top five in almost every mm-hmm. quarterback stat there is. I even think interceptions. He's up there too a little bit. But I mean, interceptions. Like, quarterbacks are going to throw interceptions. You're, not every quarterback is just elite mm-hmm. like that. But if you take chances, you're taking risks. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, he's one of the most he's one of the most winningest quarterbacks ever in the regular season. Playoffs, he had his struggles, but still finished with two Super Bowl championships. So, you know, and he's, uh, I mean, even though he has a big forehead, he is, <laughs> he <does. laughs> he's one of the most funny and yeah. likable, like, NFL players of all time. Yeah. It's a big brain. 
Does, yeah, I mean, that's very true. Um, I actually do. I actually have a Peyton Manning jersey. Wow. This was from this was from like five years ago, Super Bowl when the Super Bowl was here in the Bay Area, and I got it was there was like on sale. It was like Peyton Manning Broncos jersey with the Super Bowl logo. So I was Whoa. like, that's pretty cool. I have a Peyton Manning jersey, and ever since then, I'm just like, he's. I mean, I I've I've watched him, and I'm like, this guy's legit. Like you know, I, it was it was very new. Football was very new to me at the time, and he was one of the guys that I was like, oh my god, wait. So this this is what a good football player looks like. Yeah. So um, and the fact that he did that on two teams, the Broncos and the Colts. Mm-hmm. Like right, he was he was a good quarterback, not just on one team. So he was pretty much a franchise quarterback for the Broncos, but he also did the same for Indian for Indianapolis. Oh yes, my god, that's so hard yeah. to do. Um, but yeah, uh, Pan Manning very much deserves. Did you see they only took like twelve seconds to dis- like they said this? They took twelve seconds to discuss if he if he was in the Hall of Fame or not. I mean, I think it should have yeah. been shorter. It should have yeah. been one second. No, yeah. Like vote. Yeah. All right, that's it. Yeah. Uh, Darsh, I mean, time's up. Anything else? Yeah. To say? I mean, just the fact that I he's a retired football player and I recognize him is saying enough. I can, like, name, like, the retired football players that I know. I can, like, count them on, like, one hand. So, that's yeah, yeah, kind yeah. of a legend. <laughs> All right, I'll go to another NFL. Let's talk about another Hall of Famer, Calvin there Megatron Johnson. But my question, and we can talk to Miss about this, because there have been many great receivers, mm-hmm. but it's really hard because their careers have been so different. Mm-hmm. My question is, does Calvin Johnson's legacy, is it tarnished because he was in Detroit? That's my question. Two minutes starting now. Uh, to me, yes. Um, but one of the things that I was thinking about as I was seeing all the posts about the Hall of Fame this weekend was we were just talking about Peyton Manning, who has this legacy of like winning these Super Bowls, and but then there's Calvin Johnson, who's just who was with the Lions for was it all like his whole career? Yeah, yeah. A whole career. So he played with I the mean, Lions. playing for a team like the Lions. It's not only tough, but it's also like I feel like it's very mentally draining, physically draining. It's just I like think so. you're exerting all this effort, but you're not getting anything in return. Yeah. But while so so while I say that it has been tarnished by the fact that he hasn't had that like winning legacy, mm-hmm. the fact that he's a Hall of Famer and he's had all this good things that he has done, and he's he was playing for Detroit says a lot about him as a player. Yeah. Because right? we wouldn't know about him. If he sucked and he played for Detroit. Yes. Right? So, but us seeing that he played for Detroit and everyone knows, like, he, I'm pretty sure he put Detroit on the map. I think they were pretty, they were really bad and he made him relevant again. So, and well, Barry Sanders was the only relevant player in Detroit for a long time and then Megatron Johnson came. Exactly. What do you mean, Darsh, about Megatron? Uh, well, Megatron Johnson is a cool last name, and you know you just can't have shit in Detroit, so it sucks for him. <laughs> yeah, but, I know. Uh, yeah, uh, I don't, yeah, I don't know anything else. <laughs> no, I think, I mean, his legacy, I think, definitely is not doesn't help that he played his whole career in Detroit. But I mean, he had Matthew Stafford as his quarterback, and he's very underrated, I think, mm-hmm. just based on that. And it's just really unlucky that Detroit never could just figure him out because you mm-hmm. had one of the greatest talents at the wide receiver position yeah. of all time, and, and you had a really solid quarterback who was able to get him the ball, but you just couldn't find the other pieces to be like make even playoff runs. It was just really sad. 
Alright, and that is the time. So now, last last thing while Darsh is still here, we can talk about predictions. Just NFL, your, like, just yeah. Just NFL predictions and maybe even baseball predictions. So, everything we can milk out of you right now. So, we're going to do two minutes, last two minutes with Darsh. He's going to talk about what he thinks is going to happen in the NFL this season. Yes. Just your favorite. Your hot takes, like, mm-hmm. like, you know what a hot take is? Yeah. Like a take that no mm-hmm. one really thinks, uh-huh. but you yeah. kind of personally think. Yeah. Let's do some you Darsh's can, hot this takes. This is your opportunity <laughs> to make some calls that mm-hmm. no one will think is true. And when it comes th- true, they can go back to this footage and yeah. be like, Darsh was right. So, yeah. Okay. Darsh's hot takes. minutes on the NFL, the MLV, whatever you want to say. Go ahead. All right. Uh, I think the Packers will go to NFL championships and lose again Um, that's not a very hot take i mean that's that's not a hot take uh but uh uh, about maybe i'll talk about brady um he's gonna go for his eighth if he yes he will he has seven right right now i I think eighth is an even number you know four on each hand i think Uh, i think i hope he wins then you know just for the symmetry uh uh let's see niners are they're gonna do good this year Okay. I believe it, you know. And I like that prediction. Who do you think is going to be Good playing defense. quarterback for him? Garoppolo or the rookie quarterback, Trey Lance? Uh, I think Garoppolo. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. Just no reasoning behind it. <laughs> Not All his right. face. Yeah, he's got it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, so who do you think Who do you yeah, think is going to the Super Bowl? Yeah, Super right. Bowl predictions. Um, so you say, you're saying Brady's Brady, going to yeah. win. Brady's getting it, but, but who's, who's he beating? Who's he, who's he beating? So he he's playing for NFC. Mm-hmm. Think AFC teams like well, the, the Chiefs, Bills, the Bills, the, Raiders, the, the Patriots. Will it, will it be a re, a Super Bowl rematch? Is that what is that what we're think thinking? Mahomes here? Is going yeah. back to the Super Bowl. Uh, I don't Lamar think Jackson. I'm gonna oh, say the no. Ravens. No, Ravens. The Ravens. Yes. The Ravens. Okay. There we go. Yeah. I like that. So Darsh has the Ravens think. and the Bucks for the Super Bowl this year, and yes. he has yeah. the Bucks winning. Yeah. Correct. Awesome. Okay. Uh, 30 seconds. Uh, what are your predictions for baseball? Who do you think is going to make it to the World Series? Ooh. Um, Padres. The Padres. <laughs> Padres. Okay. Yeah, okay. Just I saw them play against the A's. You know, demolished okay. us. So, uh, they're looking good. I think they can make it. Okay. Uh, and then, I don't know about like, which ones, which league is. Um, let's see. I'll give you some choices. Do you, Yankees, we don't like the Blue Jays, A's, Red Sox. As Red Sox. Red Sox. Yeah. Okay. All right. That Bo- is a very big possibility. There you go. Okay. Right. Yeah. So Darsh has a, Darsh has a Boston Red Sox and a San Diego Padres World Series. Who's winning yeah. it? Who's winning it? Boston. Boston. Wow. Okay. All right. <laughs> would you go to a World Series game? Yes. You would. If, well, yeah. if you're down there, if, if they get to yeah. the World Series, I'm, I'm, I live like three blocks from the Fenway Park. Wow. Okay. I'll definitely go. Looking forward to it. it. So join me there, guys. <laughs> place your bets. The Red Sox are winning the you World heard, Series, and the Buccaneers are going to win the Super you Bowl again. Let's go. Thank right. you, guys. Thank you, Darsh. Thank you for guesting. Yeah. Everyone, give Thank them a you. round yeah. of applause. Yes, sir. Right. We appreciate you stopping by, dude. <laughs> Thank you. All right. All right. Now that Darsh has been sent off, thank you again, Darsh, for for guesting. Yeah. Uh, meant a lot. Um, first guest ever is first guest huge. Ever. Um, now we're gonna move on to the NBA because yes. we only we only went over day one of free agency, and while that was already two, crazy, three, four, five, six, seven, and it's still going. Yeah, right. So yeah. we're gonna go over the rest of what has happened in free agency so far. So, Tommy, uh, we're gonna do yeah. two minutes 
on the rest of what the Warriors have done. Okay. Okay. We're gonna yeah. do two minutes. So the Warriors. On, we're gonna do two minutes one. on what the rest of the Warriors have done. Okay. Last last time we ended off on they the got, breaking the breaking news of Otto yeah, Porter. Otto Porter was signed. Right? Okay. So let's. And ever talk. since then, there've been more moves. So, so two minutes. War just Warriors moves two yep. minutes. Ready, Three, set, two, go. one, go. They were all right, and I th- I like the <laughs> no I do, I like the direction the Warriors are going with even more. I like how they got Belitsa and Andre Iguodala, two guys that at best are good role players, at worst are bench warmers. I don't think them getting a guy like a Patty Mills, let's say, who has to be in the rotation, is the of uh, the best thing because we need minutes for Poole, we need minutes for Kaminga, mm-hmm. we need yeah. minutes for Wiseman, and we need minutes for Moody to see how they develop. And I think taking those minutes away from them for an aging veteran isn't the best thing. What do you think? I just have one very important comment to make. Um, I don't even, like, Tommy pretty much covered everything else. Um, But just the fact that we traded away Eric Paschal for a second-round pick was very questionable to me, unless it leads to another big signing or a big trade. It really doesn't make sense, but good for Eric Paschal. The guy wasn't really getting that many minutes with Golden State anyway. Yeah. Um. But still, you know, like he, he was a great talent for the Warriors, but and I, he was like, he was. I feel like he was a very important part of the team either way. So. I don't. I think he was. The problem with Pascal was his role was so similar to what Draymond True. was early on in his career and what he is now that he just could not get minutes because he was when Draymond was in. You really couldn't put him and Draymond together because you, who's going to play center Draymond? But then he's power forward. But they, it was yeah. it just didn't fit. Yeah. But I think we could have gotten more for him. That's oh, my yeah. problem. Like he's not pro- worth a second round. A pick. protected second round oh, pick yeah. is what's worse. Yeah, like he's. He, I think he, he could have been added on a deal. I think there's a team out there that likes him. I think the Jazz, Donovan Mitchell, he's friends mm-hmm. with him. So I think he's gonna. He might find a role there, and I hope he does. Um. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I hope it leads to something big, maybe a bigger signing. Uh, there's not a lot of big names left on the market, but, you know, um, maybe a trade could be on the horizon. Hopefully, Hopefully not, not Ben Simmons. I, should we go two minutes on Ben Simmons? Can we go two minutes on Ben Simmons? Let's just talk about ben Simmons. ben Simmons. Yeah. All right. So, well, that's we get... the time for the Warriors. Now we're going to have two minutes on Ben Simmons. Right. And I'm pretty much, I'm pretty sure that Tommy's going to get like a minute and 30 of this. So I'm going to take the first 30 seconds. No, you take it first. I'll but... take it first and then you can just lead the way. Okay. Yeah. 30 seconds of Ben Simmons. Here we go. Um, I don't hate Ben Simmons, but I also don't like Ben Simmons, right? So um, what has happened in the past week is we've heard that he's pretty much cut off all communications from the Sixers, which means he's either not starting game one of the season or he's getting traded away. Um, yeah. Something's going to happen with Ben Simmons, and I don't know what it is. I don't really care as long as it doesn't touch our team. Go exactly. ahead, Tommy. That was my 30 seconds. Okay. Um, look, Ben Simmons is... Look, he is such a good talent, but it's trending in the wrong direction. And why would the Warriors ruin what they have? They have a big three that has won three championships together. They have a young core to help balance that out and to push them when they get older, the young guys are going to help carry them. So why would we stunt that and ruin that by adding a guy who has not said that he wants out? He hasn't said, I want to play for Golden State. He says he has cut ties with all communication in the Sixers 
even Joel Embiid, and he said, you know, I'd, I'd play in Golden State. Like, he didn't say I want to. He said, eh, I'll play, which is a red flag. You don't want a guy like that in the locker room, and especially with the trades the Sixers want. I don't think the Warriors are going to be able to. And, like, what do the Warriors have that the Sixers, like, want? Like, is Wiggins really that good? Like, and do, you, and do you want Wiseman? Like, you exactly. have Embiid. Like, do you really want, like, that young core with Joel Embiid like mm-hmm. that? So it just makes no sense on either side. I think the best thing for Ben Simmons and the Sixers is if somehow Damian Lillard says he wants out, that's the only way I think Ben Simmons or Damian Lillard gets traded, is if Lillard says he wants out, and then they, like, swap and they figure out a trade. All right, and that is the two minutes on Ben Simmons. My goodness, um, that guy is a bum. Um, uh, I completely forgot to talk about this during the Warriors segment, but I think that the best move that any team actually has made this offseason is the Warriors signing Steph Curry for four more years. That's huge. I think that's, like, the number one move. I don't even yeah. care if, like, there's been, like, big free agent signings. For me, personally, as a Warriors fan, as a Steph Curry fan, that is the best move that has happened for me. Yes. So. Well, if you really think about it, every time the Warriors have, like, extended Steph Curry, the Warriors have done amazing the next year. Yeah. 20, it's true. They People thought they overpaid him the first contract. And then he went on to be, like, all-star level the yep. next season in 2013. Then they extended him, I believe, in 2017. They won the finals in 2018. Yeah. Even with Kevin Durant, but still. And then now they just extended him, so expect big things in Golden State because that's like that the pattern. trend. I like that pattern. That's the good trend right now. All right. Now moving on to more free agent signings. More for free agency moves. We're going to talk about the Chicago Bulls. Wow. Because we talked about the Chicago Bulls in the last episode. Yeah. When they got Alex Caruso and Lonzo Ball. We're like, yeah, it was a pretty good haul. But then they got DeMar DeRozan. Crazy. So now, the potential starting five, we can talk about it. We're going to two minutes on the Bulls starting now. Yes. Starting now. All right. Yeah. So we got the potential starting five for the Bulls consisting of Lonzo Ball, Zach Levine, DeMar DeRozan, Patrick Williams, and Vucevic. Wow. Plus, they have Caruso as their sixth man. Yeah. So, that's a pretty deep roster. I mean, really like... Really good. And they still have... Do they still have Kobe White? They still have these, like... I think they still yeah. have... Do they... No, they don't have Thomas. No. So, so I mean, it's still... It's still... It's, it's a Laurie pretty good Mar- Laurie Markkinen's still a free agent out there. So, yeah. he could... I don't yeah. know, he might come back. But maybe. Who knows? So, what do, what do we think, Tommy? Like, are the I Bulls think, a serious I th- team? I think the Bulls are top i don't even know where to say with this team because there's still too many question marks but for me this team is a top six team in the east i think there's a lot of teams in the east that are going to have regressive seasons Mm -hmm. that's going to propel the bulls higher there's no way this team doesn't make the playoffs this team is they have the talent to make the playoffs and look zach levine just came off an olympic gold medal and Vucevic is an all-star. Mm-hmm. DeMar DeRozan is an all-star. Lonzo Ball is has the potential to be an all-star. And all of those guys are hungry for one thing, a championship. And they're or all too- even just the deep playoff run. That's I mean, right, yeah. Just like prove to Chicago that they still have what it takes to be a winning city. Yes. They haven't, they really, well, if you count the Derrick Rose era, which is kind of like a mini little era, they haven't mm-hmm. been really relevant since Michael Jordan yeah. was there. 
and that's that's a big problem because yeah. Chicago is a basketball city. Yes. Right. Like I don't care if they have two baseball teams. I don't care if they have the Bears. To me, Chicago is a they basketball. They do have a hockey city. team too. But yeah, yeah. it's a bas- big basketball town. So I, I think that them finally starting to make these moves again says a lot on what Chicago wants to happen this coming season. Oh yeah, they want big things and they are planning big things and. I hope that they get it done. Yeah. I'm excited. To right. see, I, I will say this. I'm excited that a lot of big market teams are now like actually, actually spending money. That's yes. a big deal. And we can, yeah. and there's other, I, you want me to name some of them? The yeah. Heat, the mm-hmm. Knicks. Yeah, exactly. The Lakers. There's another team. Even the Warriors. Yeah. But like all those big market teams. And when they are relevant, the league prospers. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a good thing. All right, so we're going to do now, now we're going to do another two minutes just talking about the Knicks. Because the yes. Knicks the Knicks were a very surprising team the last season. And with this, with some of their new additions, they could do it again. So two minutes on the Knicks starting now. Kemba Walker. I think that was a great move for him. Hometown kid. He is going to really shine because he, they need an offensive creator. And that's what Kemba Walker is. Mm-hmm. And he has the opportunity to shine. In and that. I just don't think he's been given the opportunity like he has been in Charlotte. No. In in Boston, he was like, he he was just there. I agree, yeah. He really, because so, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown really yeah. were the offense. And even they had like. And the Celtics just can't produce a productive offense that. No. Well, they can't use their players well enough that they can just. Do well. Like, you yeah. know, like, the Celtics had good players. They had a good coach. I just don't know what happened. I don't understand so, it either. But this is about the Knicks, not the let's, Celtics. Yeah, let's so. get rid of the Celtics. But even they got Fournier. Like, the yeah, Celtics lost exactly. Fournier and, and Kemba yeah. after losing Gordon Hayward and who else? Al Horford. Like they, mm-hmm. But they got Al and Horford back. Thompson. Yeah. So, so, but the Knicks... Are I think actually a, scary a team, team. They're a scary team. I think this team could potentially move into like top team in the East, right. like because okay. I think the Bucks and the Nets obviously are like mm-hmm. they're gonna be the one two in that area. But you know the Heat, the Hawks, mm-hmm. the I'm trying to remember, uh, the Bulls, mm-hmm. like they're teams that they and they Knicks also have question marks too because they're a new team. So we'll see how they kind of fluctuate in that. So I'll ask you this: Who do you have? getting a better seed in the East, the Bulls or the Knicks, as of right now? As of right now, I would say the Knicks because mm-hmm. their team construction-wise is the same. They added things that they mm-hmm. needed. The Bulls, like, are completely new, so it's going to take a lot of yeah. time to adjust. I definitely I agree with that. Yeah. I, I think the Bulls are there, but the Knicks have been there. Yes. They were there last season, and I think they'll continue. Uh-huh. And with the addition of Walker and Fournier, I think it's a very, very solid team that and could actually make, like, I like, I mean, I agree with you. They could make a push for the top team in the East. Yeah, they kept like they kept all their like role their players cult. too. Yeah. They kept the core. Julius Randle was really good last year, most improved, and Kemba Walker is and him and Kemba Walker could form an underrated duo in the league for sure. All right, now we're gonna talk about two minutes. Just just the rest of what has happened in free agency. I'm gonna bring up some some topics, and you just give me your thoughts. Okay. Okay. Two minutes starting now. So we're going to start off with Spencer Dinwiddie heading to the Wizards. Great move for the Wizards. Losing Westbrook but gaining Dinwiddie, it gives it's Bradley... It's not an upgrade, but it's like... A... But it gives Bradley Beal the opportunity mm-hmm. to shine. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a big thing for him. I think now he's the focal point of the offense. And 
it's a kind of do or die situation if he's going to stay or not. Yeah. But Kuzma, Montrezl Harrell, and KCP adding Dinwiddie, and they had a pretty good roster last year with Westbrook, and they kept that. So I think they're a playoff team, and I think they could. I think the Wizards are a playoff. They team. could be a seven-eight playoff team yeah. right there, and who knows? Bradley Bill could walk into the MVP conversation. All right, we got Victor Oladipo staying with the Heat for another year. I think that's good for him. Injury-wise, it's... Yeah, like, that's what I'm And saying. I don't know how much of an impact he's going to be throughout the season for the Heat, and I think it makes sense for him to stay one more year. All right, we got John Collins agreeing to a five-year, $125 million extension. And don't forget, Trey Young signed yeah. a huge extension, too. Exactly. I think I think the Hawks made the right move there. Atlanta isn't a big market city. They're not going to get the biggest free agents, so keeping those guys together and hopefully they'll like gel together and grow. I think that's a good thing for them. All right. Um, I know you're not a big Trey Young fan, but I think it works out. I for want, Atlanta. yeah, no, I definitely think John Collins is a big part of that, that young team. Yeah. And the fact that he, he's, he's been through a lot. He's, he's mm-hmm. gone through a lot of the process and seeing him, seeing him thrive actually makes me like him and like oh, yeah. the Hawks more. Um, we got 20 seconds. Uh, what else do oh, we have? Oh, Patty Mills to the Nets. What oh, yeah. do you think about yeah. that? It's better than the Lakers. That's what I was thinking. I mean, I, I mean, I think it actually works out for him personally because he's going on the bench. He's going to lead that bench unit. Mm-hmm. And if guys like Kyrie or Harden and even Katie are hurt all the time, I think he could actually lead the Nets at times and still win games. Right, and that's the time. But what do we think about Kelly Oubre to the Hornets? You know what? Was it like a was it like a I don't care type thing? It was kind of like a I don't care. I think it actually makes sense for the Hornets to get a guy like Kelly Oubre. Mm-hmm. They're trying to box office themselves is what I'd call it, like getting a big name or big face mm-hmm. guy. You see what I did there, big face? Yep. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> tsunami poppy. <laughs> but no, I think it's a good move to mm-hmm. get a guy like that, and with Lamelo Ball. You see LiAngelo Ball, how yeah. good he's doing oh, yeah. in the G League. Yeah. So I think they're that was a good move for him. And like the Gordon Hayward signing that they had, like if they keep making those kinds of signings, mm-hmm. they could put together a pretty solid squad. All right. Now we're going to do two minutes because I'm very interested in this topic. We're at two minutes on a very, on a very less talked about team because I don't really like them as much. So we're going to yeah. have two minutes on the Clippers because yes. so it's two minutes starting now. They re-signed Kawhi, or reports say they re-signed Kawhi, and reports also say that they re-signed Reggie Jackson. Yeah. So, two moves to keep what pretty much kept them afloat last season. So, Uh what do we think about that? I think they are at the bottom of the Western Conference playoffs now. And I don't think that's a bad thing. Playoffs. I don't think that's a bad thing for them, because I think what they did without Kawhi was really impressive. But I think with the teams and with the West being so strong, and I don't think injuries are going to play as big of a role next year. The Clippers are vulnerable to that. Yeah, their guys aren't getting younger. They have a pretty veteran-led squad, and I don't think they're going to try as hard in the regular season. And they're going to save it for the playoffs. And who knows? A Lakers-Clippers first-round series. We haven't seen that series yet. We've been hyped about it since Kawhi went to L.A. Yeah. Everyone's been saying Lakers-Clippers, Western Conference Finals yeah. is going to be more Hasn't entertaining happened. than the Finals. Hasn't we haven't seen it yet. Yeah. Last year, it was the Lakers that made the Western Conference Finals. This year, it was the Clippers that made it. So, 
I actually don't want to see that in the Western Conference Finals, but I think it, that's, it's not entertaining to me. No, but, but I think it's entertaining. First to round the series could would be super cool. Um, it's hard for me to talk about the Clippers, just because the fact that I've said this maybe more than once in this show, they haven't proven anything to me, and I thought that this was the year that they would, and they still didn't. I think they did a little bit. I mean, like the fact that, um. I think Paul George was the star of that team. Yes. Right? Like, playoff P showed up. Yeah. Pandemic P did not. So no, that was a good yeah. thing. But I I just wanted to see more of the Clippers, even though I don't like the Clippers. Yeah. it's it, it's I couldn't say the same about the Lakers, but you can't help but root for a team that has Kawhi Leonard on it. You so, like rooting for Kawhi Leonard? I like rooting for Kawhi Leonard. I mean, it's... It's okay. Uh, but it's, it's okay. just like, I'm not, I'm not going to be like... I want the Clippers to make the finals. So. I, I would root against Patrick Beverly any day. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. See, that's the number one reason why I don't like the Clippers. Pretty much. Because they got a lot of likable yeah. guys. Serge Ibaka, Paul George, yeah. Kawhi Leonard, even Reggie Jackson. Yeah. Uh, there was one move that we forgot to talk about, and that's oh, Carmelo to the Lakers. Oh, all the Lakers' little signings. Look, so, I'll just say that we don't even know when you no. go to two minutes for this. The Lakers did what they had to, but I'm still not impressed. I'm not impressed with the Lakers. Russell Westbrook, I don't know how they're going to fit together. It's mm-hmm. a lot of veteran guys. And look, LeBron and AD, if you bet against them, you're going to bet wrong. And I think that's probably what I'm doing right now. I'm going to bet wrong. Mm-hmm. But I want to be right about this. I think the Lakers are, I don't think it's going to gel. I think LeBron's going to have a meltdown or something. And it's just not, it's just like he's going to have that midseason moment where he's like, Holy moly. Because remember in 2018 where he tried to do all the veteran stuff mm-hmm. and then he cleaned house? Mm-hmm. I expect a clean house moment with the Lakers. Don't be surprised if that happens. I think it, it could potentially happen at the trade deadline where like all those guys get traded. Now, what about the fact that the Lakers are now considered like an old team? Weird, because they were right? a really like, young team. Like, of all the people on their team, right? There's, I've seen, and I've seen a lot of like memes about this. Tht Taylor Hort Tucker is twenty years old, and everyone else is pretty much like way older than him. Yeah, so he's like, he's just like looking at all, the, all these guys like panting at practice, just like yeah. heck tired. And it makes sense because like they are all old, and I feel like that's what they were going for. Was that? Do you think that's what they were going for? I think they wanted. I think LeBron like wanted like veteran that veteran assets. leadership that he knows what he's going to get from those guys because he didn't know what he's going to get from mm-hmm. Kyle Kuzma all those times. Mm-hmm. So I think it works for him. I think all those guys want to be there to win a championship. So if LeBron can get it done, people are going to talk about it. No one's. I don't think anyone should say like what Westbrook going to the Lakers like says. Oh, LeBron formed a super team because I don't think it is a super team yet. It's not guaranteed success yet. The yeah. Nets, I think, was guaranteed success if they were healthy. Yeah. All right. Now, I have a very interesting question to you. Okay. And I feel like I know where this is going to go, but I just want to ask it anyway. All well, right? I don't think you know where so, it's going to go. So, we're two minutes on this topic. Wow. And I'm going to ask you right away. Okay? Two minutes starting now. I'm scared. So, the Raptors said that they're retiring Kyle Lowry's number. Wow. I know that. Right? So, they're okay. retiring Ky- Kyle wow. Lowry's number. Yeah. Does Kyle Lowry deserve that, and does he deserve more 
like a statue. Okay, here's my thing about Kyle Lowry. I think, legacy-wise, he's the greatest Toronto Raptor of all time. Vince wow. Carter has done a lot, but but he never brought a championship, and mm-hmm. he never brought a deep mm-hmm. playoff run when he was the leader. Kyle Lowry had a bunch of runs where he was stopped by one guy, LeBron James. When Le- The year LeBron left, mm-hmm. Kyle Lowry added Kawhi, and they won a championship. He wasn't the best player on that team, wasn't the MVP or the finals MVP, but he was still, you know, he was a leader for that team. You really, I don't think Kawhi was the leader of that team, and he was proving it so far in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Like, he's not a leader. Yeah. Or he's not a born leader. I think Kyle Lowry is, and it really sucks that DeMar DeRozan and him didn't team up in the offseason. Yeah, I just wanted, I wanted to see that happen. And it could have yeah. happened in Chicago. It like, it was super close. Yeah. They probably even talked about it. So. I think they did. And that's why the tampering scandals happen. Oh yeah, right see now. that's another thing. That's another. What do you think about the what do you think about tampering as a whole? Do you think it, I think tampering is just it doesn't make sense to me. Like if if you want to if you want to talk to someone about going to your team, I feel like you could do that without the fear of punishment. I think if it's a player on player interaction, I think it's fine, but if an executive's like yeah, calling no, someone I think that's up, different. that's yeah. different. And I think that's what they're talking about okay. right now. Because if, like, Zach Levine called up Lonzo's like, hey, you yeah, y- you know, you want to yeah, work yeah, out, yeah. and then they just talk about it, like, there shouldn't be a punishment for yeah. that. Um, well, the time's up on that topic, but I do want to add that, yes, I personally think that Kyle Lowry deserves to have his number retired, and I think he deserves all the love from the city of Toronto. I mean, he was the face of that franchise. Even though he wasn't the best player, you were right. Yeah. He was the face of that franchise for the longest time. Yes. Right? He he put Toronto back on on that podium. He put Toronto he gave Toronto a championship. Like yeah. he was a very important player. He wasn't the best player, but I think giving him the respect he deserves is something that Toronto already thought of. Right? Yes. The whole city, not just the organization, but the whole city. They've been thinking Kyle Lowry will be missed. Kyle Lowry deserves all this respect. Yeah. So, yeah, I, Kyle Lowry was not the best player to me, but I just think that if I lived in Toronto, even I feel the love, right? Even uh-huh. I feel the love for Kyle Lowry. Oh, yeah. So, it's a big loss for the Raptors, but we'll see where they go this coming season. I don't think they're a player. I think they're going to be the worst team yeah, in the East. I, I, That's definitely. my prediction. Yeah. I think the Magic are going to try a little harder, and the Raptors are just going to go full yeah, rebuild. Yeah, I think yeah. Siakam's going to get traded. I think they'll keep Fred Van Vliet because he, they're not gonna. He has a massive contract, and there's no team that really wants to take that. Yeah. So, but who knows? All right. Let's talk about. I'll go into a topic really quick. I think we can move on from the NBA, right? Yeah, Let's go to the MLB really quick. And big news in Oakland surfaced big this news. week. Big news. I mean, you I, already, know, I already know. Okay, but uh, A's outfielder Ramon Laureano was suspended 80 games because he tested positive for performance-enhancing drugs or steroids for people who don't know what PEDs mean. <laughs> Just, I didn't know at first, too. But I but I know if you guys are watching. Like, they're, ped. Yeah, PEDs. I was like, what the heck are a PED? No, it's steroids, guys. I, and it's some, it has a weird name, and I you can look it, it up. It was but, like Nalogen or something? Yeah, like it was something like yeah. that. It was like, it, I don't even think it was that common, but it's, it was steroids. And so he's suspended 80 games, and he's out for the year. 
So, I mean, your reactions to that two minutes. Um, as an A's fan, it, it's hard. It's hard to be an A's fan, guys. I mean, it, we've known this, and me hearing about this was just a bigger blow than ever because Ramon was one of my favorite players on the A's. Like, and not just because he he wasn't even doing that good this year. He wasn't even doing. He got he got hurt, and I was like, "Look, our offense is still going right." Yeah. So me me thinking, man took steroids, but was batting like two fifteen or something. Like, that doesn't make sense. Yeah. Right. So, to me, just doing something like that, and I don't like. I read his like letter, and he says that he didn't. He was not aware of it, so he was like accidentally ingested. I don't even care about those details. Yeah. But. The fact that it even happened in the first place, why do people still do it? I honestly right? don't like that's that's like a question that's like a big question. Like the MLB has cracked down on all these substances. Yeah. And I think at this point it's just like if you if you are stupid enough to do it, you do deserve that eighty game suspension. And I think it is deserved. They if you're caught, you deserve it. I think for the A's sake, it's a huge blow, but not as huge of a blow as I thought it was going no. to be. The A's this weekend swept mm-hmm. the Rangers, and was it the day that they, we found out was the Padres walk-off? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so that was – so they've won four straight since then, which is amazing, amazing. just because, like – We you, haven't done that in you a go, while, Yeah, actually. you go from bad news to four-game win streak. Like, that's pretty good. Yeah. Starling Marte has been amazing. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Huge pickup oh right there. My goodness. And I really guy, wish we had the money for him after this. I season. know. But but one year rental, try to get that playoff push, maybe a ALCS appearance this year for the A's. Yeah, even further. Yeah. Hopefully. But I mean, I don't want to push that too hard because every time I do I know. It's a first it hurts, round exit. Guys. It hurts. It's gonna be another first round exit. Sorry, it, guys. Uh, okay. It's okay. Back to the MLB. Let's talk about the other <laughs> Bay Area team. He just ended off on such a depressing note about Well, let's go back to the highs of Bay Area Yay! sports and Bay Area baseball. Should the have Sanfran- just worn a Giants hat. The today. San Francisco Giants. I could get my Giants hat, but I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna wait and stay here. The Giants are the first team to seventy wins, shocking everyone in the process. Yeah. That team is right now the best team in baseball, mm-hmm. is ahead of the Dodgers. By like three to four games, three and a half games for the division. Your my question to you is: now, now that we know that the Giants are legit, what do you think is like? As if you're a Giants fan or if you're the Giants clubhouse, what do you think is like? I'm trying. How do I say this? It would it be a disappointment for them to lose in the playoffs? Like, do you think? Just getting to the playoffs is an accomplishment for this team. Like, what do you think is no, the goal? no? I, I, I don't. I think that. I think that they could go all the way, um, but I also think that losing in the playoffs won't be a big disappointment, just because it it was not expected at all. Begin okay. coming into the season, we talked about this. It was not expected that the Giants would do this good, but now that they are, right? I feel like. Giants fans are the type, sorry, Giants fans, but I feel like Giants fans are the type to just keep raising their expectations to the point where if they lose in the playoffs, they will be greatly disappointed. But me, as an outsider on this, just saying like, wow, I can't believe the Giants actually did that. 
Oh yeah. Right. So I think it's more of like I'm proud that that the team did this this season uh-huh. more than um if they don't make if they don't win the World Series I I'm not gonna be a Giants fan like something like that. Okay. I think it would be a disappointment just because look thinking about the core of this team Buster Posey three time World Series champ. Brandon Crawford, two-time World Series champ. Yeah. Chris Bryant, World Series champ. Brandon Belt, two-time World Series champ. Johnny Cueto, World Series champ. The core and the age of this team is like they are World Series champs. So just getting in the playoffs is not an accomplishment for those guys. And even the young guys, I think the winning culture that they have, like they're hungry for more than just a playoff appearance. Yeah. With a tough division like the NLS, teams like the Dodgers and Padres who are going all in, I think the Giants kind of feel like, hey, we can do it too, and we're doing it better right now. Mm-hmm. They have a very talented pitching staff. I mean, we talked about the Giants. Pitching staff's great. The lineup is really underrated and really killer right now. Guys like Darren Ruff mm-hmm. are killing it right now. And Brandon Belt's back from his injuries, so this team is not only scary now, they will be scary in the Yes, I agree with that, and while the time is up, I think that the Giants are the scariest team in baseball right now, but also, I still don't think that the teams like the Dodgers or teams like the Padres are like, oh no, we're going to face the Giants in a seven-game series, we should be scared. Okay. Right? Like, while, yes, there have been, like, yes, the Giants have won, like, two out of the four series against the Dodgers, and maybe, I mean, look. I'm not even com- I'm not even going to compare the Padres to the Giants. The Giants are way better than the Padres right now. Yeah. But it's just like it's more of like there's they still I feel like they still have that reputation of they're not this playoff team that can beat us in a 7 game series. Well, you- and I want I want the Giants. I want the Giants to prove them wrong, but I just I'm not hearing enough chatter from MLB fans like across to to just be like the Giants have what it takes. Okay, let me ask you a couple questions. Which team is scarier? I'm going to go through the list, and you're just going to tell me Giants or this team. Or, and okay. then we'll, like, change it off if you want to. Here we go. Giants or the Braves? Who's the scarier? Giants. Giants. Giants or the New York Mets? <laughs> the, the Giants. Okay. <laughs> Giants or the Philadelphia Phillies? The Giants. Giants or the Cincinnati Reds? The Giants. Giants or the Milwaukee Brewers? Oh, see, that's a tough one. They but, just but, won the series. Yeah, but after what happened this weekend, the Giants literally came back from two, two straight games. Two, it was yeah. it was two straight games where they just came back, went to extra innings, and won the old fashioned way, right? Yeah, while having a runner on second, whatever. Um, uh-huh. I I just because of this weekend, I will say the Giants. But before this weekend, I would have said the Brewers. Okay, Giants, Padres, Giants. Giants Dodgers. See, that's that's where I I can't be. I can't. I don't. So like there's the Dodgers. so there's only there's only two teams that you're saying that are like you could argue scarier than the Giants, but every other team you can't really argue. I won't right even. Now. I won't even be like the Giants are not scary. But I'm just. You just don't think they're scary. I just I think, don't think that. I I I I don't want to say I don't think they can. They won't win a playoff series. I just. I don't know. I, I think I don't you're know. just scared to say that the Giants, because you you're know, an A's fan. I, I no, think I would just, love to see the Giants win the World Series. What are you talking about? I think about? you're just. You know, I think you're scared to say it because you don't want two disappointments in Bay Area. Like I think that's why you're just too scared you're right. to say, and guess, that's why you say like the Dodgers the, are the big if, team. Because if the Giants win, then I'll be like, 
like a happy kid, but if they don't win, then I will actually be crushed because they're such a fun team. Yeah, they're a fun they're, they're so. a fun team to watch. Oh, so yeah. I I don't want I don't want to put my expectations up for the Giants That's while fair. while they have been not just meeting them but also exceeding them. So uh-huh. I'd rather be uh, I'd rather be a defensive A's fan and just say. Um, my dream World Series matchup is A's and Giants. I which... need another Bay Bridge series. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Right. And it looks possible. It, it's pretty possible. Yeah. So, all right. Now, moving on with baseball again, we're gonna we're gonna do a little flashback to the last episode where I said the Phillies are a team to watch. Wow. And Tommy said, No, no, they're not. <laughs> no, they're Don't not. Watch them. But but we're gonna talk about how the Phillies. Just swept. Was it the Braves? I think it was. It was the, the Mets. It was the Mets. They just swept. They swept them. the Mets to now take the lead in the NL East. Uh huh. So, Tommy, the Phillies are now two games above the Braves. Yeah. And two and a half games above the Mets. Uh huh. Which puts them at the top of their division. Yeah. But also. But also, like running away with that, like division. Yeah. So, how competitive, how competitive do you think the Phillies, the Braves, and the Mets are going to get nearing the end of the season? Two minutes go. Look, the Phillies are still not that team. Look, the Mets have, and I know they have a very tough stretch. Do you know their stretch? They have two different series, back-to-back-to-back-to-back, against the Dodgers and the Giants. Oh, Two best teams in baseball. Yeah, they got to play them in like a two week stretch, and that's just it. Home and away, they got to move. Yeah, so that's a a very tough. They have a very tough schedule to yeah. finish off their season. The Braves, of course, they've been like the kings of the NL East for the longest time, and I like the team, but they have a lot of injuries, so I'm not sure about them. The Phillies are healthy right now, and I know you said watch out for them, and but I'm st- I still don't think they're going to be that team. In all my history of watching baseball, I see two things. Mm-hmm. Number one, the Phillies seem to let you down as the season goes on. And two, Bryce Harper does the same. I think it's just going to happen again. Bryce Harper and the Phillies, as good as Bryce Harper is, very underrated right now. And as underrated as the Phillies are, they're just not going to finish it at the end. Some other team's going to take it. Okay. So, well... I get, I get, I get the Phillies hate. I get, you know, I don't personally like the Phillies. And it was just, uh, for the last episode, it was just me saying, I definitely think the Phillies are coming, which they are. But whoever comes out of the NL East makes the playoffs, right? Whoever places second, even if they're a half a game behind, won't make the playoffs. And that's just fact, because Uh it's going to be a three-team NL West type, type playoff thing where the Dodgers and the Padres... Or the Giants and the Padres both make the wild card, right? Yeah. So, I think it's going to get to a point in the season where all three teams—the Phillies, the Mets, and the Braves—go into high pressure mode, and they go full in. And I, I while I, while I was defending the Phillies, I can't say that the Phillies will go into that mode and be like, "We're winning all our games," right? Uh-huh. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna go clutch. We're gonna win all our games. We're gonna make the playoffs. I don't think that's the deal. I just think that they have made such a good push to now take the, take the top place in their division, but I don't think that by the end of the season, 
that one playoff spot for their division will be going to them. I think it's either the Mets or the Braves for me. Okay. And I think that's what you were saying too, but I, I think that the Phillies have put up a good fight. I I want to see if they can keep going, but I don't think so. Okay. So. Yeah, I agree with you. I, I just think they're going to let you down. Sorry, Phillies fans. Yeah. But Philadelphia has not been a happy sports city since the the Eagles won the Super Bowl. Yeah. It's just gone downhill. Yeah. It's just done. Alright, so now we're gonna do two minutes. I'm gonna I'm gonna go over the standings, right? Okay. Because like I said, for the NL it's pretty much Giants, Dodgers, Padres for the oh, wild yeah. the wild card and the, the division winners. Yep. But we're gonna go over the rest of the standings. We're gonna do two minutes starting now. First off, we're gonna start with the NL wild card with just the Dodgers and the Padres, right? Mm-hmm. But then they have the Reds who are two and a half games behind. Do you think the Reds have what it takes to possibly dethrone one of these NL West teams? No. What about the Braves, who are six and a half games behind? Of who? Of the of, of the Padres, who are currently second. But they are how many games behind the other division? Oh, they're ahead of the Mets. Yeah, they are ahead of the Mets. They're not. No one's catching the Padres. No one's catching the, the Padres. Dodgers. Okay. No one's catching them. So, but I could see the Braves win the division. Like one of those three teams. I I don't know who's gonna do it, but I actually think the Braves. I would, if I was betting money on those three teams, the Braves would be the safest bet, in my opinion, I think. Do you think the Brewers are an instant lock for the playoffs, assuming that the Reds are currently five games behind them in the division right now? Yes, the Reds, again, I don't like anything about the Reds, really. Okay. Like, they're they're a team. They're okay. They're a team. Like, yeah. I think I actually like the Cardinals better than the Reds, and I know the Cardinals are kind of close, but they're not going to catch the Brewers. Brewers are a really good team. Now, moving on to the American League, which I think is a lot more competitive now that the A's are doing better. Oh, yeah. So now we have have Tampa Bay, who now leads the Red Sox by four games. The last time we filmed an episode, this wasn't the thing. The Mm -mm. The Red Sox were leading the division. Yeah. And now it's the Rays by four games, Tommy. Like, that's a big deal. Yes. So, do we think that that'll change, or do you think the Rays will keep it up? Again, the AL East is tough. There's four teams right mm-hmm. now that all are fighting for yeah. a playoff spot, and I, and there could be a scenario where only one team gets exactly. in. Exactly, and that's like, and that's crazy. Yeah. So, or three teams can get yeah. in. You don't know. Yeah. Um. Uh. What a, the White Sox? That's the time, but the White Sox are probably a lock. I think they're a lock in the AL Central. Um, So now we're going to go to the American League West because the A's are now, don't look now, but the A's are two games behind the Astros. What a big swing. What a a big swing, right? Yeah. So, and now the A's are also tied with the the Red Sox for the Uh top wildcard spot. Yeah. So very, very big moves for the A's this weekend. Hopefully nothing bad happens the rest of the season, but um, it, I think for the wild card, the Yankees are two and a half games behind the top spot, which yeah. the A's and the Red Sox are tied for. The The Blue Jays are three games behind, and Seattle is five and a half games behind. So, like, that's... The the Mariners were catching up at one point, but we talked about this. I went in a whole rant. They traded away Kendall Grayman. They gave up on the season. Yeah, it was a big mistake. It, it's very... It's, it's very Seattle. Uh, whatever. As I'm wearing a Seattle hat. Um, different Seattle team, <laughs> Different though. Seattle team, though. Um, but, yeah, so for the playoffs, we're thinking the Rays are a lock. The White Sox are a lock. The AL West, very, very 
up on the air just because I'm an A's fan. I'm gonna be like, the I'm gonna say the A's do take it. I think the I think the A's do take it. I think bold prediction: Astros miss the playoffs. I can't wait for those entirely end of the end of the season A's and Astros matchups. They got they got six games left, and they're all the last kind of series. That's huge for both of those teams. And then for the National League, it's pretty much just the NL West versus everyone. So yeah, we'll just see what that what happens with that in the playoffs. Yeah. And I think the playoffs are gonna be super interesting this yeah. year in baseball because last year it was eight teams, which yeah. was a lot, but it was really entertaining. And now that's back to five. There's so many teams that yeah. are gonna miss the playoffs yeah. this year that are like actually pretty good. Exactly. So very who knows? very interesting. It's gonna be really entertaining. There's a lot of good teams in the MLB this year. All right, now we're gonna move on to one of the final topics of the day. I just wanted to ask you this. Um, do we think we're gonna two minutes on this? Uh-huh. Do we think that the that the MLB should keep the COVID nineteen rules, meaning starting a runner on second, oh. and the t- three batter minimum, right? Okay. Three batter minimum. Yeah. Can they keep those two minutes starting now. This okay. is a very big topic. Is there, an, is there another very, COVID very... rule in baseball? No, it's just those no, two. I think it's those two. Okay, I have differing opinions on the three batter minimum. Is, I. It's tough to say, but I don't like it. I don't like you because strategically, you know, you want to face batter and batter. And I know people are like, you're slowing the game down. But if you're going to watch baseball, you kind of know what you signed up for. Like, you <laughs> know what you true. signed no, up very for. very true. And right? like, even with the three batter minimum, there's still going to be so many pitching changes because you're, because th- like if there's two outs you throw in your lefty, yep. then let's say he doesn't get that out instead of throwing in your normal guy. He could extend the inning to like yeah. three or four more batters. Yeah. And he's got to stay in for those guys. So that's an issue. I think the runner at second, I actually really do like. Mm-hmm. I like because there's a lot of strategy with that. Yeah. The pitching, I don't think there's that much strategy, but because, and I really need to see more bunting. Mm-hmm. We, more bunting. I'm all for bunting. You see Starling Marte's bunt single yes, today? That was, that's what I'm saying. Right? And it wasn't even like and the, the A's don't the bunt. The A's no. never bunt. And when I saw that, I was like, okay, we're so we're bunting now? Like, is I this gave what's a, happening? I gave a standing ovation yeah. in, by myself in my living room. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, that yeah. was just beautiful. Exactly. Um, I think I agree with Tommy Foley. Um, I think that the second, the, the extra inning second base runner rule should stay. Um, I know a lot of people differ with my opinion because they're like, play baseball the right way. Yeah. But also, guys, like you realize that people don't like watching baseball because it's such a slow game. And if it extends past what it was supposed to, we want to speed that up. Yeah. Just saying, right? And that involves a lot of strategy. And I love seeing what managers have done. Like either they they bunt the runner to third or like you know it's like there's there's a Stealing lot of bases yeah, right? the, as a pitcher do you walk the first like, that's batter that's what i'm saying it, there's so much and strategy for there. the for the for the pitcher rule i think that that should not be a thing because no. one thing that i loved especially in the playoffs right you would love to see um a lefty face a righty or a righty face a lefty yeah and those are very very important decisions that a manager has to make because if you're like if you're like deep in the game and you need to win the game you don't want an advantage for the batter just because you can't change your pitcher. Yeah. Right? That's I, very important to me. I feel like that's bad. You don't want to give the batter more advantages like exactly. that. Exactly. Or it's like, but like, don't, because like a batter, because if you put in a pinch hitter, let's say, and then you switch 
your pitcher because you're like, no, I mm-hmm. want the like the matchup, and then now that guy's stuck. Yeah. So the batter could like you're just gonna throw in a pinch hitter just so the next two batters he has to face like he's gonna you're gonna have good advantages yeah. against him. So that's kind of how I feel. All right, now we're nearing again. We're nearing the end of the episode. We're gonna go. We're gonna go over the rest of what happened at the Tokyo Olympics. So, yeah, Tommy, we're gonna do. We're gonna we're gonna two minutes each. Okay. Uh-huh. I'm two minutes for me. Two minutes for you. Just highlights. Oh, the Tokyo, highlights of the Tokyo Olympics like what, coming like to an what, end. What have we not talked about that needs to be talked about, or what have we talked about that needs to, to be talked about more? So, okay. For we're gonna start. You want, you I'll want start. Okay. I'll give my minute. Let's go each a minute and each then we'll minute. be done. Okay. Right. Each Just a the highlights of everything. Okay. Ready, Three, set. two, one, go. My first highlight is Team USA women's water polo won their third straight Olympic gold medal. Yes. That's big time. Well, we have right a special there. guest. Oh, hello, cats. You got, all right, you can stay. For those of you listening, there's a cat. There the is studio. a cat now on the screen, but that's, that's crazy. okay. All right, now I lost 20 minutes because <laughs> the darn cat. Um, oh, Her name's Sassy, by the way. <laughs> it's very, like, it makes sense. <laughs> um, also, you know, highlight for me was Team Australia men's basketball won their first Olympic medal, which I thought That's was crazy. That was amazing, just what? watching them. Like, they were a really great team. I think everything came together, and with Ben Simmons not on the team, it all worked out, and they got an Olympic medal. <laughs> I am dead serious when I say this. Adding Ben Simmons would have tanked them, and they would have been really bad. <laughs> all right, Theo. My minute's up. You're up now. Okay. Um, last episode, I talked about how much I love watching volleyball, and the fact that the USA women's volleyball team finally won their first gold medal ever Wow, was a big, very, very big deal, right? And they beat Brazil, who's pretty much been the powerhouse in women's volleyball yeah and watching that game was amazing because you see these these new stars up and coming stars for volleyball just succeed and not just that women's beach volleyball also got gold oh yeah right? so that's very very there you go. very very good highlight for me another highlight is um have you seen tom daly do you know who tom daly is the no. diver this man finally finished his sweater he's Whoa. So he, he's a diver, right? Uh-huh. So divers just like watch other events while they're waiting for theirs. Like, yeah. sw- I guess swimmers also. Uh huh. So they caught him. They, they 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 were just like they had a camera on him knitting while oh. while waiting for the events. He's British, oh, by the okay. way. Um. So he finally finished the sweater <gasps> he was knitting. Wow. Right. So it, I think that was a that was one of the biggest highlights. That's for actually me that's somehow. a really big highlight. Yeah. Um, I'll go with a little more before we... Allison Felix. Yeah, Allison Felix. Getting, um, I mean, the most medals. Most decorated track and track field. And field women's American. track and fields. Yeah, that's crazy. American. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, what else? Oh, Team USA basketball. I mean, I talked about Australia, but Team USA won another mm, gold. Go. Yay. Yay. I mean, I was like, Australia, I was wishing... <laughs> or even Luca to get a medal. Yeah. But, I mean, for that Team USA, I'm glad that they were able to, like, bring it themselves together and like look i gold. wasn't a doubter i was just i just didn't want i, I don't know i just wanted to see something i didn't new. i didn't doubt team usa i was never like they're gonna lose no because but i was like i want them to i lose. want them yeah. to lose. so that's very it, different yeah. things because draymond was going <laughs> off oh yeah did you see that he was like yeah. going off on people who like was like oh team usa is not winning yeah. this not winning anything well, like so. as soon as steph curry 
wasn't going to be on Team USA, we're like, okay, yeah, I, I do I, I, am I really invested in this as much? No. Yeah. Um, um, what else happens? Oh, uh, baseball, Japan won. Japan and medal. softball. So yeah. both, both softball and baseball, it was Japan versus the U.S. for the gold medal match, and Japan won both of those. So that go. just says a lot about how important baseball and softball is to Japan. Oh, it is huge. It is Japan. very huge. Like, just watching, like, their reactions yeah. to, like, even, like, Ichiro Shoei Otani mm-hmm. just being, like, they're, they're like, mega yeah. stars there. Even bigger than, I think, that what LeBron James is to yeah. America. Like, they are huge. Um, So, I saw that Serbia won the men's water polo gold. Aren't they, like, just, like, really good at men's water polo? Yeah, there's a bunch of teams, like, in that Europe area that are, like, just always good. I think Hungary... Is another one of those teams. Even um, trying to think of what is it? The Czech Republic? No. What? No. Croatia. That's the one. Croatia. Is there another team? But no. And Team USA for the men's side, they got fifth. Oh, or no, bad. they got sixth. They got. They were okay. They they weren't expected to do that well, but six is pretty solid. Okay. And finally, I have one last one. Um. So the last episode, we were talking about what our favorite Olympic sport was. I said volleyball. Now I'm changing my answer. <gasps> changing my answer officially. Wow. Yeah. Sport walking is now my <gasps> favorite Olympic sport. Um, if you guys haven't seen any of the clips, they, guys, they, they, they just power walk like your grandma taught you. I mean, my goodness. it was so entertaining to watch because... Like they got, they got like penalties every time they didn't have a foot on the ground. They get, they got penalties every like, time. Hey, yeah, like and and it was like, down. yeah, they would put like a paddle to their face. <laughs> they would put like a yellow paddle or a red paddle if they were like yellow carded oh or red goodness. carded. And it was very interesting because it was like, it was a lot. It yeah. was, it was, it, it was, it was a lot to take in. It was a lot to watch. And the fact that I was, I was watching the fifty kilometer one, and it was just like, it was on the road, it was on the streets, so it was just like a circuit on the streets. So pretty much people were passing each other like every 10 seconds. And it was just like, imagine getting passed by someone just going like this. Just going. That's like if you were to it's get crazy. passed by like a grandma when you were walking in the park. Yeah. Right? So very, very interesting sport. Can't wait to watch it in three years. I guess. That's right. So, 2024. Yeah. Where is it in 2024? Paris. Paris. Yes. It's going to be exciting. Looking forward to that one. So hopefully yeah. we still have a show by then. Yeah. Hopefully we can talk about. <laughs> No, definitely. Like you know what I said, they they planned they planned the Tokyo twenty twenty Olympics to be postponed so that we get to talk about it on the show. Yes. So now so, we get to talk about it. Yeah. So now we have to make sure we that have we to make sure that we're going until twenty twenty four. That's right. And that we are famous enough to get like a press pass for LA twenty twenty eight. That I think that would be the goal. <laughs> that, think, that's yeah. our goal. Yeah, that's, that's our goal. goal. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. This episode. Yeah. This episode. Well, gonna, we're gonna go back to this episode when we have a press pass for the for the twenty twenty eight Olympics. Yes, and it's gonna be fun. Huge flashback moment. Yeah. Hopefully that happens. Yeah. If it doesn't, that's okay. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right, and I think that's it for this episode, yeah. unless we're forgetting something, which I don't I think don't, we are. I don't think we are. All right. So, um, I was gonna say this earlier, but we are now on Spotify. Whoop whoop. And Anchor, if you don't have Spotify. Whoop. We're going to be on Apple Podcasts soon, so we're going to be wherever you get your podcasts from, yeah. pretty much. So, Give us a especially listen. that last episode, like I said to a bunch of people, 
Don't watch it. Just listen to it. Just listen. Just to listen us. to it. I mean, listen to our this voice. is going to be on YouTube, but it's also going to be on Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts. We're going to start mean, doing more stuff yeah. than podcasts and not with yeah. our faces, so mm-hmm. you better get on that yeah. stuff. And more big news. Like I said, we already have an Instagram, two minute underscore warning, but we also now have a TikTok. We're going to be posting more on there too. That's little, crazy. Like, short reaction because, again, we're timing. Yeah. We're not very easily yeah. like accessible mm-hmm. for this, so... Any little update stuff, we'll yep. get those quick. Um, I don't know what the TikTok username is. I think, it's, I think is. it's the same yeah. thing. Two, two minute, minute underscore warning. Two minute underscore warning for the TikTok. So yep. make sure to follow that one. That one's going to be pretty sh- like short TikTok. So if yeah. you're sick of hearing us talk for like an hour, just go on Listen our TikTok. for a, a minute or yeah. less. There you go. All right. So with all that updates aside, I think we're good for the day. I think so. All right. Send them off, Tommy. All right. Thank you guys for watching. Make, sh- make sure you check out our socials check out us on where you get your podcasts we will see you guys next time bye Peace out.